When Father Paul's appearance on Crockett Island coincide with unexplained and seemingly miraculous events, a renewed religious fervor takes hold of the community. But do these miracles come at a price? From the haunting of Hill House creator Mike Flanagan, Midnight Mass tells the tale of a small, isolated island community whose existing divisions are amplified by the return of a disgraced young man and the arrival of a charismatic priest. Coming September 24th, Horror Movie Talk presents The Midnight Mass After Show. We'll break down each episode of this seven-part series with a companion after show episode. Tune in and tell your friends to subscribe to Horror Movie Talk. Presents The Midnight Mass After Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Rubik's Cube. Sure, Sir Isaac Newton unraveled the mysteries of gravity. But could he have unraveled the mysteries of Rubik's Cube? Three weeks ago, Judge Smith retired to her chambers with Exhibit A, Rubik's Cube. She hasn't been seen since. Warning, once you get your hands on Rubik's Cube, you may never be able to put it down. Rubik's Cube, over three billion combinations, but just one solution from Ideal. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 but we also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. Wow, that didn't sound good. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. Your panel of expert hosts each week are Dr. Bryce Hansen, who holds a PhD in spookology, and me, Professor David Day, the foremost expert in scare no-nos. Uh, we have a fabulous episode for you guys today. We will be reviewing the uh, kind of cult classic uh, 1997's Canadian's Cube. Mm-hmm. Canadian Cube. I wish we could pull the cube from that commercial. He says it very... He enunciates You'll a lot. You'll be stuck in this cube forever. <laughs> Gotta... You need to solve the cube. With 17 billion combinations, you're totally fucked. Um, Buy a Rubik's Cube today. Yeah, a cool thing you may not know about our show, Horror Movie Talk, is that we have the very best community of any podcast ever. Although that's up for debate now. Um, a lot of people are, I, you know, Bryce, I think we should talk about this uh, maybe in the spoilers. Mm. What, what, to, what to do about the... Hashtag SS Experiment Camp 2, people. Yeah, it's starting to get a little backlash. Yeah, a lot of backlash. Yeah, kind of... Statistically speaking, people are not enthusiastic right. about it. Um, so Which any- I'm delighted by. Yeah, me too. Uh, so anyway, you can check out our website, HorrorMovieTalk.com, and from there you'll find links to all of our social media. We have watch parties every second Saturday. That means this coming Saturday... We're going to watch some movie on StreamLounge.io. So go ahead and make an account over there at StreamLounge.io. And then we will, you know, we'll be watching it with you or something. Mm -hmm. Um, We post new episodes every single Wednesday, so make sure to subscribe. And really, if you want to help out the show, share it with a friend and review it 
on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out a whole bunch. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can do so by calling 682-253-4468. Not a lot of calls. Not a lot of calls recently. I'm a little surprised. We have big listenership, not so many calls, so I don't know what's going on there. Anyway. Um, maybe we just answered all the questions. Maybe. Yeah, maybe we, we've we done it. Everyone's told us all their stories of banging hookers. and Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't know what it is about our voicemail line that just attracts the dregs, but I love hey, those hey, dregs. Hey, hey, whoa, hey, whoa, hey, whoa. whoa. As I said, we got a great show for you guys today. We're going to be watching Cube. We or we already watched Cube. We're going to be reviewing it. We start out by giving a brief review and our score for the movie. We score on a scale of 1 to 10. 1's terrible, 10's absolutely fabulous, abfab, and 5 is totally average. After we give our score, we'll get into spoilers and take a deeper dive on what we liked and hated about the film. And later in this episode, we will be doing an old classic game, the Rotten Tomatoes game. So, stick around for that. I think every time we say cube, we have to enunciate the B. Cube. Cube. Okay. Uh, So, as I said, we watched Cube from 1997, and it held my attention from start to finish with an interesting premise and very little in terms of budget. So without any further ado, here is the trailer. A cube. 26 rooms high. Six rooms across. Seventeen thousand five hundred seventy-six rooms. Does anybody remember how they got here? Why would they throw innocent people in here? Are we being punished? There's a way in here, so there's got to be a way out. Do you think they'd go to all the trouble to build this thing if we could just walk out? Take a good long look around. Cause I got a feeling it's looking at us. We have about three days without food and water before we're too weak to move. I just want to wake up. I looked in the room down there and something almost cut my head off. Motion detectors integrated into the walls. Tough to spot. You're not getting out of here. Yes, we are. There is no way out of here. We need to get around the trap. They're identified by crime numbers. Figure it out. I can't. I'm not dying in a red maze. No more talking. No more guessing. You gotta save yourselves from yourselves. What the hell is going on? We haven't been moving in circles, the room cab. We have the key. The cube is us. The cube. Cube has a is us. Cube is available. Cube is available for rent on most online platforms. Uh, Cube has and it's a streaming with ads on Plex. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cube has a simple premise: an assortment of individuals, wait, which you basically heard the whole. I mean, that trailer—that's yeah, the movie. That's everything away. You wow, could that, just not see the movie. You're right. It has a simple premise. An assortment of individuals wake up and find themselves trapped in a maze of cubes. Each side and the ceiling and floor of each room they enter has a door on it. Some cubes are booby-trapped and others are safe. 
Each individual brings a unique perspective and talent to the party, and they all must work together to escape the cube. <laughs> In the end, everyone gets more cube than they bargained for. Whoa, whoa. Everyone gets more what? Cube. Okay. My review for Cube is that it's an interesting, low-budget sci-fi horror from the 90s. While that low-budget feel is present in Cube, director Vin- Vincenzo Natali does a great job of masking Vincenzo. it. Of masking it with a variety of clever choices. Saw, which came out in 2004, feels as if it were modeled after Cube, or maybe a loving tribute to the Cube. But it's interesting to see what it feels like to start a puzzle, the puzzle, to see the start of the puzzle gore genre. I feel like this is kind of the kind of the uh, the 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 proto mm-hmm. puzzle gore mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, the setting and premise of Cube are compelling and force the audience to imagine the setting that they aren't allowed to see. Uh, whenever a movie makes me imagine the larger scale universes or sets that they hint at, it works quite well for me. My imagination does a fabulous job of filling in all the all of the questions uh, or asking more compelling questions, kind of setting me on on a uh, on kind of a, a cube conquest, if you will. Mm. The primary focus of this movie is on a handful of cube dwellers and their attempt to escape the cube. The, <laughs> you're dying. This is my favorite thing. This is going to make this so much more enjoyable for me. These are very highly exaggerated, stereotypical 90s protagonists that can fit into their own little boxes. These protag- Their own little cubes. cubes. These protagonist tropes range in the following ways. We have the nerdy student who wears glasses and can do math. <laughs> we have the disaffected office worker. Yeah. We have the overly aggressive cop. Hmm. We have the empathetic doctor. We have the autist, of course. <laughs> and then we have the escape artist. Uh, the puzzle aspects of Cube are often explained through confusing dialogue with questionable logic, but I never found myself hung up on these problems. Instead, I just had a, a little chuckle to myself about simpler times and then let the movie unravel at its pace. At the end, I found myself engaged and interested, interested in the story and the reason for the Cube. And I will be watching Cube 2, Hypercube. <laughs> I actually started it last night. Oh, man. Uh, the score I give, Cube, is a 6 out of 10. I I liked it. I, I thought it was a pretty good... I thought it was a pretty good, fun... Fun movie that made me go, huh. You know? Like, I just... I, I like the, the aspect of, like, why is it there? And uh-huh. then they don't answer it. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I I'm starting to understand, like, this is... A- kind of your wheelhouse of the high concept like mystery yeah but don't answer it <laughs> not not really a satisfying answer it's more satisfying to have it be a mystery mm-hmm. and like let you think like well what's it for what are you what are they doing what and to me that like that concept is so played out oh. to where it's like it's like when you watch a show like Lost. You're like, oh, okay. 
They're going to just insert random things and add cliffhangers arbitrarily and then say is- that they're connected somehow, but it's not. It doesn't matter. It's literally a device to create mystery and create tension. I see what you're saying. I guess the problem I have with the thing that you're saying is that it's like you chose the pulpiest version of this you could possibly I'd, choose, right? So like Lost is just like a vehicle for confusion. It's just like I don't know. I mean, bullshit. I th- see, I think Lost is is better than this. Like I think it's it's even it's more cohesive um like along the way. Like there's there's moments when you think you're like, "Oh, something is being revealed." And you like retain that and by the end it's you could you haven't really noticed how how grab baggy those like revelations are that they don't really connect same thing with X-Files X-Files is another example of like all of the lore episodes yeah. of X-Files where <clears throat> they've got like the black oil and they've got the guys affected by black oil and then some other guy and it's like oh what they're all you know, hiding this alien conspiracy, and then in the end, man. you step back and you're like, "Well, it doesn't. It's really weird. It doesn't There's make bees. any sense why bees. why it all <laughs> where it all connects." But you just know they all have something to do with something, and that's kind of what Lost does. And this one, it's like, I can't. Maybe that's why you liked it so much because it never never actually reveals anything or the reason, the rationale. It has a lot of like theory exposition throughout yeah and you're supposed to be like oh that's what it that's what it is or or extrapolate to your own you know like i mean it it leaves it very oh it never like see like neatly ties anything up for you at all right um it's literally yeah i I like it for the same reason that i like like metal album artwork Uh uh-huh you know it's just a fucking crazy concept that they throw out there and then and then it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, that's fucking fucked up. And then you look at it and you're like, wow. And then you listen to the album and you're like, well, I guess this is what it's about, but I don't know. It could be anything, you know, like, or like, a, have you ever seen uh, like a Blue Oyster Cult cover that you're just like, what the shit is this? And then you listen to it and it's Blue Oyster Cult and you're like, oh. <laughs> it's kind of like that. I like the the, the question aspect of it. A lot. So you just like watch the trailer, and you're like, wow, this is, it looks really interesting. And then you watch the cube, and you're yeah. like, oh. Oh, you get the cube. Oh. It's, so they're in it, but like, so what happens when they get out? We don't know. Like, supposedly something good. They go to heaven, I guess. This is like a conceptual thing a lot. You know, the the thing that, that fleshed it out a little bit better, This it basically took this and ran with it was the platform. Yeah. Right? It's, but it's, that had like that was much more obviously a social commentary, right? And like ah, had this, this a, had, had a, a purpose. This had heavy duty social commentary in it too. Did it? Yeah, yeah. The office worker was was the social. Com- I mean, every every character was was a trope on like society. I guess yeah. a little bit. I mean, it wasn't. It's definitely not as cohesive as the platform. No, I mean I. I respect it for what it is, which is a low budget, high concept movie. Like, but it's not good. I didn't like it. Oh, really? What? Did, what do you score? Do you give it? Uh, 
take your score and have it. Whoa! You give like it a three? Three out of ten. Jesus! I was... It's like an hour and 27 minutes movie, and I checked the time like four times throughout. I didn't check it ever. I was like, uh, How did you think they did with the with their super low budget? I think they had a, a budget of something like $300,000. Well, it's... I mean, it makes sense. It's literally... All you have to build is two cubes. One. Well, you have to have what's on the other side of the door. Mm-mm. Nope. You just... If you if you notice the way they do the camera angles, it's all just one cube. They don't have... They may have a backing. Like, they may have, like, a back wall. Yeah. Also. Yeah. <laughs> but it's well, yeah, just it's one probably, cube. It's probably just a cube, like, the back wall. Or, or when they're shooting it... They only they built only- one cube. Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay. Confirmed. So, they're, so whenever they're looking into the next cube, they're looking from the outside of the cube. Right. In. Yeah. 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 It's, it's so, brilliant. So they built cube essentially seven walls, mm-hmm. one on the outside, right, and then six on the inside, right. Yeah. With some LED lights behind them, basically. Um. No, they were gels or gels. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it, it was real labor intensive to change the gels, you know? I bet. Um, <laughs> Can you imagine how much easier it would be with just like an LED light? <laughs> oh, my God. RGB light where you're just like, okay, we can just dial in any color we want. If you were to make this movie now, you could make it with like 50 grand instead of 350. Oh, yeah. You would make one wall in CG yeah. and put them in a green green screen There box. is something that, that is nice about like the mechanical aspect of the whole thing, like the way the, cause I started hypercube last night, the second one. And it's, it's, it's more modern. Like it's, yeah. it's like they have touch panels instead of like, mm. instead of like the click, click, click thing. And yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that felt very nineties mm-hmm. in it. And yeah. that was one of them. It's like, I love every, every like doomsday device or every like device that you need to operate, um, is operated by, Twisting it twice and then pushing or pulling in. Yeah. Or a combination of both. The, the, so I think this movie is, a, is an impressive achievement in a lot of ways. Like the, the, the stuff they were able to pull off with basically nothing. Like mm. they had some very cheap CG. Yeah. And literally uh, just like lines. Yeah. And like a blowtorch. Right. And then sometimes it was gas, which is fucking invisible. You just have a hiss sound, you know. But each time I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, it's going to happen in this cube. Cube. And then something would happen and be like, oh, don't go in that cube. There's so many cubes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like I said, a budget of 350000 they made, they did almost 10 times that. They made $9 million on this. That's huge. So successful movie has spawned two others, Hypercube, Cube Squared, Hypercube, and then Cube Zero. Yeah. Not a fan. People love them. People love the cubes. A lot of people love cubes. Yeah. Anyway, well, not Bryce. Um, Let us know uh, if Bryce is wrong by calling 682-253-4468. Leave us a voicemail and, and say, you know, Bryce... You need to. Uh, you know you what, Bryce? To pay, Fuck you. You need to pay some respect to Cube. Um, you know to who, what? Sorry, Cube. <laughs> if you would like to pay your respect, uh, you can do so by heading on over to nightchannels.com. 
they have all the best in occult, satanic, horror, music, shirts, and sweatshirts, attire, and just a ton of like deep cut imagery on on their shirts that stuff that you've never seen before and you know what we got a little thing over here at horror movie talk called the night channels challenge and all that is is you just hop on their website that's all you have to do and you've completed the night channels challenge head on over to nightchannels.com browse their website for five minutes i dare you and and if you don't buy something on your first visit you something will have worked its way into your little head and you'll be like, I got to go back. I got to get that Akira t-shirt. I got to get it. I got to get that Society t-shirt. I got to get that Hellraiser t-shirt. And uh, and I pro- I got to get that Friday the 13th 8-bit t-shirt. And, uh, and if you use code HMT at checkout, you'll get 13% off your order at nightchannels.com. We love them over there. Um, and they've supported the show for a long time. And the reason they keep supporting us is because p- you people take the Night Channels Challenge. You find yourself a shirt that you can't live without. And uh, now they got that premium Bella Canvas shirt, which is so silky soft and mm-hmm. so flattering in the fit that uh, that you probably should check that out instead of uh, the normal Gildan. Um, or is it Glidden? It's a Gildan. Gildan, instead yeah. of the normal Gildan. And um, the Bella option has extra small choice, um, and they basically replaced all their women's t-shirts with the Bella option because it's such a better yeah. improvement. Yeah, it's um, huge. So yeah, check that out. Two two different qualities of shirts and, and lots of just awesome options for horror fans. Yeah, if you guys uh, also, if you guys are listening to these commercials, you should know that you do not have to. If you support us on Patreon at the six dollars and sixty six cent level, you get access to early uh, releases of episodes. We've been recording a ton of extra episodes, putting them on there early lately, and uh, and on those we cut out the commercials, so you don't have mm-hmm. to listen to these commercials. Um, and you get to support the show, so it's it's a it goes towards a great cause. You know, I, just for a moment, I'd like to take a moment and and thank all of our our patrons for for supporting us. Uh, mm. The show really could not happen at the level that it's happening without mm. without you guys, and uh, and so so the, all the all the people that you just described won't be listening to this section. We're thinking. Well, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. It, it seems like some of them still listen on the on the normal RSS yeah. feed. Um, but in, in any event, uh, I do appreciate the support that we receive from our patrons, and it's, yeah, it's, it's the main way we we get help. Yeah, it's astounding and uh, ongoing. It's it's amazing the support we have from the community for sure. Um, yeah, another way, if if you'd like to support the show and rock our logo, you can do so by heading on over to horrormovietalk.com slash shop. We got stickers. We got magnets. We got coasters. We got shirts. We got all kinds of stuff created by our hard-fucking artist, Dustin Goebel. Uh, this dude, if you haven't checked out dgoebel00, that's D-G-O-E-B-E-L-0-0 on Instagram, what the fuck are you doing with your life? <laughs> Take a step back and go, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Ha- Why haven't I checked out Dustin? Mm-hmm. He's doing all this shit, and, and, I, and I'm and i not paying him the respect he deserves. 
Put some respect on Dustin's name. Head on over to his Instagram. Bryce, get your hand out of your pants. Put some respect I, on my name. I know. Yeah, that- also, he, he has a Twitch channel um, where he's been actually doing the artwork for HMT, uh, streaming that on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting to watch. Yeah, usually on Tuesdays. Yeah. Um, so check him out. Uh, again, if you'd like to get a hold of the show, 682-253-4468. We don't have any voice, new voicemails this episode. Mm. I, d- I don't know what's going on. You guys are, uh, are slacking. Um, thanks again for listening, and let's get into spoilers. 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 It's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. If you, if, I don't know if we've even mentioned it on the pod yet, but. Yeah, we have. Our, uh, original mixer. Gave up the ghost. Took a shit. Yeah. yeah the, the Rip Yamaha. Mm-hmm. New, all hail Tascam. <laughs> Our new mixer. Which is, to be fair, this is a much, a much, uh, much improved unit. Just doesn't have that, all those voice Just doesn't effects. have, like, the, yeah, the voice changer aspect of it. It's a bug. It does have effects. Like, I could put Echo on us. Hi, Echo's lame. Yeah. It's, it's not, not the cool same effect. as pitch it's, change. It's not the same as Satan. Um, <clears throat> anywho, so, okay, this movie's, I don't know if this movie started the trend that I'm about to describe, but it definitely, uh, takes part in it. And that is blowing your load in the first five minutes of the movie. Um, it's almost exactly the same beginning as Ghost Boat. As Ghost Boat, also as 13 Ghosts. Yeah. Um, like these movies that just like throw their entire budget at you in the first five minutes and then they're like, oh, I, they just got their dick in their hand the rest of the whole movie. <laughs> and it's like, so it starts out with a dude who gets cheese wired. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, Resident Evil, the first movie, mm-hmm. stole this whole cloth, mm-hmm. stole this exact intro, whole cloth. Have you seen that with the lasers? Um, I mean, it feels like there's a couple where it was people chopped up into cubes, 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 or got cut in half with a wire or something. Yeah. Lots of like shocked expressions and then little, 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 drip, of little drip of blood yeah. and then slowly sliding off. Yeah. Every, all, he's, he's everything been, sloughing off in straight lines. Yeah. He's been cheese wired, right? So a bunch of teeny tiny, super thin piano wires. Mm hmm. Swipe one way and swipe the other way, so he gets cubed. Cubed. Right. And uh, and then he, he falls apart in all these cubes. Mm-hmm. Cubes. Right. And uh, it's a pretty cool effect. I'm not going to lie. It definitely, uh, that quality doesn't, that, that, those special effects do not hold up throughout the movie. There is, there is the kill, the acid kill, which is pretty badass. Yeah. Um, also early on in the movie. Right, also within the first 20 minutes or so. There's like, what? You can count how many kills there are, because there's not that many characters. So there's no, there's exactly six people. But why? Because that's how many sides a cube has. A cube. Oh. Right. Makes you say, hmm. Wait, hang on. Is that right? So we got escape artist, autist, empathetic doctor. Autist doesn't enter the scene until much later. No, though. but he's a character. Overly aggressive cop. That's four. Um... And then, oh, office worker, 
and uh, and Math Girl. Um, so he's, there's he's actually the old guy. so there's actually seven if you count the guy who gets cubed at the start. But that's the seventh wall that they had to make for the backing shot, right? <laughs> so I mean, in terms of like actual interesting kills, there's only like okay. So there's the the cubed. Mm. There's um. There's the acid. Yeah. And then... Then there's the end one, where the cop is trying to get out of the... Out of the doorway, and the cube the cube just goes... Whoop, yeah. <laughs> starts sliding so the other was, way. So that was three. There was that was shown in, off screen. Was there none in between the acid and the end of the movie? Um, They let the... Um, they let the doctor fall out yeah. of the cube. So you cube. have two interesting kills. It sets this movie up as like, buckle your seatbelts. We're going to have a lot of graphic, gory, interesting kills. And know. then for another hour, there's nothing. Well, you see, that's not true. Like I said, at the end, the cop gets the, the scissor. Right, at the end. Right. But in the middle, there's the uh, the doctor who gets uh, who drops into... Like, that's the existential one to me. Like, that's the the truly terrifying one of, holy shit. Like, so they... Okay, so we're just going to hop right into this, mm-hmm. if you don't mind. But they she, doesn't, gotta, she doesn't die, though. Oh, she doesn't? No. Remember, she gets dropped off the side of the cube. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's the, that's the oh, weirdly... That's the existential one? Yes. That's the the weirdly, like... It's like, ugh. like that one makes. Oh, I thought me... you were talking about the gas one. No, uh, no, I mean even that, the dropping off the cube. That was like, okay, at least hang, hang, hang twenty minutes. Only if, twenty minutes left. So let me describe this. This is a massive Rubik's cube. Mm. Massive cube, like a cube. It's so huge. And and at some point they find the side of it. You know where they're mm. like they open up the door and they're like, oh, we're at the side of the cube, and uh, and. But when they find the side of it, it's just this big fucking dark room. It's like we're on the side of it. Like, it doesn't appear to be held up by anything. We can't see the bottom. We can't see the top. We can't see anything. And so, like, where is this? Do you just fall forever? Like, what Like, what are the rules here? And that's and being dropped into that, that's, I don't know, that worked for me. Um, it's not, yeah, no, in terms of it being like a visual Hey, look, visual's cool, too, because it's like, uh, what the, what's going on out there? Sure. Wow, you're just gonna, uh, you're just gonna I stonewall mean, me. I, it's, it's just not, not it thing. just wasn't that interesting to me. Hey. It was just, okay. I would like an answer for why, at least, or at least like a, uh, some kind of, indication that it could be one of these two things but mostly it just says uh it just happened yeah it just happened it just happened because people are bad well red tape too you know government yeah but even (laughs) even that's like kind of like we're given these theories but they're all by people that don't know anything about what's going on at all so like how the fuck would they know anyways well i i think okay so let's get into these characters we got the cop the doctor the escape artist the student and the office guy these are the people who add like storyline to things and then later on the autistic guy 
gets gets dropped in on them. Um, but he doesn't really add anything in terms of like st- like uh, dialogue mm-hmm. or story. He's literally the, the like the key to the puzzle in that he he's able to um, he's able to do complex uh, prime number equations in his head just mm-hmm. like you know just like that. He's able to do permutations is that what it was yeah like a like like a a savant factoring yeah um and so with these you know with the cop the doctor and the student and the office guy of them the most compelling to who is who is your favorite character um or did you have one were they all just kind of they're all just like blah to me I mean, even the most interesting would probably be the office worker guy, yeah. but he's supposed to be the most interesting yeah. one. And it's very transparent. Like, this is the guy that you're supposed to be like, hey, he's kind of a rebel. Like, he's he's uh, blah, blah, blah. And he's going to be the guy that, in the end, transforms into a guy that cares. Like, it's so, it's such a trope. See, you're but, like, okay. See, you can't. What's it like to be so jaded? Like, even I'm not that jaded that I can't just suspend my disbelief to, like, to have a good time at this movie. Because it's not, it doesn't feel like any of them are real. It feels like they're all a parody of these types of characters. Uh Uh-huh. And it doesn't help that they're all terrible actors. (laughs) You would not like Hypercube. Oh, my God. (laughs) Cube. The acting in this movie is, is almost as bad as the writing. Whoa! What? Wow! Just shots everywhere. Shot, 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 shot. This is a this is a line from the movie. Should take your nose and shove it up your own ass or oh, you take your nose and shove it up other people's asses and smell their business. Um and the Academy Award goes to Bryce Hansen. Um <laughs> that's that's not an exact line, but that is an exact line. I mean, you introed it with his, this is an exact line. Right. I might have got one or two words wrong, but that is literally a thing that's said. The answer, so, so there's a couple, like, there's a couple things that happen along the way. We're not probably, we're not going to go through this thing beat for beat. No. So, suffice it to say There's that- not many beats. They go from one cube to another cube for yeah. the entirety of the movie. Right. I mean, and, and, and then we're, we are fed a steady drip of info. Um, and, and it starts with like, so our disaffected, jaded office worker is like, oh, I'm so tired with everything. But also, mm-hmm. also, he knows from the start where they are. They're in a cube that he helped build. He was, um, contracted to build the, outer walls of this thing to like of the cube cube uh and and so he knows how big it is it's 27 cubes by 27 cubes and well he knew how long it was and then the student figured it out with math math math. (laughs) she had glasses so she Uh had to know how to do math uh yeah and and so he's like you know, he, the the drip that he gives us is so I love it. Like it's, he's like the military industrial complex man. It's just a bunch of fucking red tape. They don't they have money, so they got to justify their how you know, they got to justify their existence, and so this is how they do it by building gigantic fucking cubes. 
all over the place. Right. So who knows? Why, I mean, who knows why we got picked to do this? But you know, it's here, so they got to put people in it, right? You got can't just have, you can't just leave cubes sitting just, around. I just thought of a, a great way to analyze this. Why it's not a good movie? Whoa! Like if this was a Star Trek: The Next Generation episode. Would it be satisfying, or would it be a good episode in any way? Bryce, this literally was a Star Trek TNG episode. I know, but why was the episode better? Why was the Star Trek episode You're better? You're right. I, but see, I, I think that episode is... Which episode are you thinking of, by the way? Well, there's the one where Picard just shows up in this cube with, I think it's four other aliens... Mm, that's the one you're thinking of. Okay, that there's a couple that are like this. Yeah, there's I a mean, couple. I'm basically. thinking of a season two one with Worf and uh, and Riker, and I think Cr- no Crusher wasn't there yet, so it was uh, Data. Uh-huh. Uh, they and they all showed up into that. Um... <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, is it the one with the boy that made all the holograms? Is that? Yeah, yeah. Like they showed up in this like Western town. It's or like a saloon that has they they can open the door, but it's just like the vast expanse of space. Oh no, that was the hotel one. Yeah, the hotel one. Right, yeah, yeah, where yeah. the the <laughs> the astronaut was like dead in right! the in the room. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the end, there was an answer for what is this thing, and why does it exist, and like it it, it what, what yeah it was like some yeah there's always an answer with TNG yeah it was like. It was satisfying because there was a reason and some kind of commentary and like a beginning, middle, and an end. Mm-hmm. And this one doesn't. It's just like literally a device. Yeah. It's not, not just a story device, but it's a story device about a device. <laughs> a, I, I'm so... A cube. I'm so... Like, I just... I appreciate media that... that gives me a cool device and then lets me go with it. Yeah. Well, I mean the, the I'd be so interested. So my See the the different theories too. Like I while I was listening to the doctor describe what it was and like the the cop and then the office worker give their like theories. I was like, okay, this is why David likes it. Like those those you kinds of didn't even of, know if I liked it. No, I knew point. you liked it. Oh, you did? Yeah. I was, well, you said. Oh, okay. Because I remember calling you. I was like, Cube? Because this, this exists in my head in the same spot as 13 Ghosts and Ghost Boat. Oh, and, like it's, it's, and, how, and how do you rank it in terms of those? Um, We're not fans of Ghost Boat and 13 Ghosts, by the way. Both directed by the same. I, it's, Go, it's, Ghost Ship, I should say. It's better than Ghost Boat and 13 Ghosts. Slightly. Not you gave Ghost Ship five. Well, Ghost Ship was more enjoyable in terms of kitschiness. Like, there's a <laughs> lot of like kitschiness and and just variety in it. It's got star power too. Yeah. Um, and this one, I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe that's right. Maybe Ghost Boat is a little better than this one. No, it's it's right in there though. Like they're they're in the same in my mind and again this is just my opinion this is so much more enjoyable than ghost ship but when you like i was like why cube you're like no it's it's not what you think it's It's not it's it's a good it's like a decent sci-fi thing and i started watching i'm like 
no, this is this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. Like, oh, I'm so disappointed in my ability to read you. And uh, but I realized, like, I saw throughout, I was like, these are all the things that David would like. Like, there's there's a lot of things that touch on your wheelhouse of like mystery, social commentary, like uh, conspiracy theory sized of it and yeah and uh yeah i mean it's it's it is very kind of comic booky too like yeah that's, it kind of feels that way yeah, so even in like i mean they're in a panel basically Right. It's a cube. So much of this movie is is the same shot over and over again because and I think it was all done with a handheld camera Um, like this is super low budget. But I'd be so interested. So like there's so I'd be so interested. So my favorite series of book is is by my favorite author, Ian Banks, Scottish uh, author who did the best sci-fi series of books ever in my opinion called the culture and and i would be so i would just love it if you read one of the books of this series um did you like foundation like the foundation series foundation i don't think i've read that i think it's uh it's by someone famous it's not but oh, anyways, but I'll say I'd be so interested to have you read one of those books because it's it's like high level this. It's like it's it's just like a bunch of fucking ideas that that he allows to like play out and then like not no no like judgment or justification necessary. Like there are minor efforts at justification. Um, but mostly it's like, this is the way this society does it, or this is the way that society does it, does things. That's mm. how, that's how, and should, should they be allowed to like abortion, good, bad, you be the judge. <laughs> you know, like Abortion for some tiny American flags for others. So yeah, I, I guess that, I guess that's a good point. I, I just over, I, this is a blind spot for me. I think I go. People like being allowed to to make up their minds and to be made to think. Yeah, I mean, there's a good version of that. Oh, like there's, you know, like uh, you're just kicking me in the balls over. And I'm over sorry, I I just didn't like it. I was bored. So, uh, he he explains that it's maybe the military industrial complex. You know, the maybe who who knows what this is? Maybe this is under New Mexico or like Nevada. I mean, the most interesting like take on it was the office workers and i think that's probably what you're supposed to walk away of with as the like um the hypothesis of this movie which is no one knows like there's no one person that understands what's going on it's all a machine and everyone's just a cog in it and no one made the decision it just happened right like there's no evil power it's just yeah like by just through the amalgamation of how bad we are as a society, this thing came to be. But also, I mean, that could be read so many ways, right? Like, so like there's, there's the theory of, of uh, alternate universes, right? Where everything, the probability of things happen, like everything that could probably happen is happening in some, in some form of some universe somewhere. Right. 
And so this is just maybe the <laughs> this is just maybe the universe where accidentally or intentionally we make a giant cube <laughs> and then put people in it for who knows what reason. Or it could just be made by a random collision of atoms yeah. and particles. Yeah. Well, that too. All of those. Like, any iteration of explanation as to why the cube has been made, all of those are valid in some universe somewhere. Right. Right. And there's infinite amounts of universes and infinite cubes yeah. that, are, that are taking place and, and permutations of them going into each room. Mm. And solving the Cuba. Mm. This just so happens to Do be... Do they mention multi- parallel universes in this? Or is that no, just you going in See, the, this is just yeah. me going... Ah, yeah, you love that stuff. <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to figure out the movie that I'm watching. And they're not giving me anything to hold on to. Yeah. I'm like, okay. If it forces me to... See, I guess the difference is... You look at it and you're like... Your imagination is sparked and you're like could be all these things and like i'm i'm filling in the lore of this world you did this with uh what was that other movie we just we just watched that i hated and you liked willow creek no um <laughs> anyways it, it was it was one it? where it, maybe oh it was a, a new release it was um Candyman. Candyman. yeah that's right like, go back and listen to the the episode on Candyman. You realize, oh, yeah. like, oh, you were filling in a lot of, like, what the story was about by yeah. coming up with, like, an explanation in your imagination, and, and you find that enjoyable. To me, I do the same thing, but I, I frame it as, this is how they could have made it a better movie, is <laughs> if they had this element in it, yeah. or if they went this way with it, or they explain it this way. And, like, I frame it from a place of disappointment <laughs> you frame it from a framework of hope possibility possibility <laughs> uh yeah if 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 they don't close and and you know what that that's a good point because every time they explain something they close the door of possibility right right and close the door on the cube and you're made happy or sad based on that based on the fact that they've taken the the the, the moment to explain the, the way this works and and i all that happens to me is they shut the door on my imagination they go no this is how this works and i go oh, okay well maybe i can read into it somewhere else right you know i mean to me also the other thing is like it's just it feels very cliche maybe not at the time when it was released but this is definitely i could see all the things happening a mile away. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's... Like the character types. I'm like, okay, this guy's. You don't find g- that kind of comforting, be... though? Yeah, sometimes. If they're done well and the writing's good and the acting's good, right. which isn't the case in this movie. Hey. But also, like, the. What could this cube be? Cube be. Right. And it's like, well, here are the three things that immediately jump to my head. Like, they could go easily one of these three ways and then those are the exact three ways that they explain it could be but they don't commit to any of them uh-huh. and what i'm looking for is the fourth way that i didn't think of you know oh okay um and even some of those that i came up with was like 
Oh, they didn't even mention those. Like, that was never even mentioned as a possibility or a place of tension. So what were they? They could have been like, okay, one would be, like, the three that they mentioned was like, okay, government, <laughs> um, rich, insane person. Wow. Hey, can you imagine how, I don't think even Jeff Bezos could build this cube. Right. And then three is society man. Society man. <laughs> Those are the three that they mentioned. Uh-huh. Uh, fourth would be someone in the group. Ooh. It would have been like a loof guy or yeah, the office worker guy. Like office. he actually did it. Or a cop guy. Like the cop like gung-ho guy. It was like he built it. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, like Saw. I mean, it's basically, oh, he's going to stand up. He's going to stand up in the middle of the cube. He's going to be like, it was me all along. Ha-ha! <laughs> And then um, <laughs> another one, I mean, just spitballing here, it could be aliens. Oh, shit, yeah. It could be the afterlife. I think I, I thought, like, the afterlife at some time, like, the, at the end when the cube bridge opens, it's just a white light. And you're like, okay, this could be purgatory. It could be hell. Like, easily, these number of things. And I take all of those, and I'd say, these are the obvious answers. Like, mm. these are, like, if you took a... A template so of this type of story. So if you were making this movie, you'd take all these obvious answers and you'd cross them all out. And then you'd make some fucking cool Matrix shit that, like... Right. That, like, blows your fucking mind, man! Right. Yeah. That is that is that is a move. That's right. for sure a move. So... But then your sequels are going to be trash. And it's, it's <laughs> very... I mean, it's very obvious, like... When, when I have that in my mind, it's very obvious, like, from the quality of the movie that yeah. it's not... It's not going to exceed my expectations at all. It's going to go right in line with like what this has to be because they're spending a certain amount of money and they have to like we're not we we're trying to hustle this thing to make it like we got to use like tried and true methods to try to make our money back. Yeah. It's like when you make a low budget zombie movie, it's like you know what you're you're not going to go against the form. You're going to no. be like these make this much money. I'm going to spend this much money to make it. Right. Um, and that's why prof- horror movies are very profitable <laughs> yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Um, but on the meta level, like, it's it's impressive. Like, it's obvious, like, well, this is a premise that is very cheap. Like, yeah. it's impressively cheap how much, how you can make this it, movie. It literally takes, it takes all the strengths of what why horror movies do well and then it just like builds on on basic con- on those basic premises I've, right I've, so it's like why do why do horror movies do well and which which ones are the ones that do the best the ones that are shot in a single location right and so so what do we do we build the cheapest single location we possibly can and it's brilliant how they do it all the like like you said, like by changing changing the gels, they change the color of the rooms, and suddenly you not you don't have a just a room. You have you have literally seventeen thousand rooms, yeah, <laughs> that just change color, um, and then you're in a different one. And some of them are dangerous, and some of them aren't. Yeah, I've heard it said that if you want to get a movie made, like make a horror movie spec script that takes place in one or two locations. Right. Like that's where budget goes is yeah. 
filming in mo- multiple locations and multiple people. So if you got a horror movie with like a couple people in them in one location, you can make your money back. Yeah. If it's decent. Yeah, and and this this one does that in spades. Like this is I just thought about it like you don't even need to make a six-walled cube. Like you need five walls. And then when you need to the characters to see invisible wall, you just make them turn around and then turn towards the camera. Be like, "Oh, now they're looking at that wall." Wow. That's incredible. We just we just cut we just cut the budget for this thing by a by a sixth. Right. Dang. Mm. Um, yeah, fools building their fucking full cubes. Cubes. Um, so, uh, there's a couple things that, that, that these, uh, that our party does to kind of work their way through what they believe to be, uh, a, a, the, the puzzle, the logic of the puzzle, but they're wrong for a va- the vast majority of the time that they're working their way through the puzzle. Uh-huh. They, there's some numbers on the inside of the doors, and they read them, and they're like, oh, the ones that are prime numbers, that have prime numbers, those are the dangerous ones? No, they're... They're the safe ones. One I of can't them, remember. One of those yeah, two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Either the ones that with prime numbers, they're either dangerous or safe, and we're going to work our way through them by by that logic. But that premise turns out to be totally untrue, and... They make their way through like twenty something cubes, tons, tons of yeah. them. So the vast majority of these cubes, and that's the other one where it's like, mm, okay, well, that's pretty convenient to, sh- that now you want to make it not that. Yeah, or you. I mean, the again, this is where my my like thought process takes place. I'm just like, I give them a total benefit of the doubt. I'm like, oh well, just the majority of the cubes aren't uh, aren't booby trapped. Mm-hmm. Like they're mostly saved. Uh, and, and I did like the, the little, at the start, the little twist they threw in. So they had the, the guy who's the escape artist, who's like, he's broken out of multiple prisons Hmm. and he, this is his job basically. Yeah. And he's getting them through each room. He's got tons of confidence. He's like, you guys are, you guys are the problem. Like you need to focus on the task at hand, like just fucking go. Mm -hmm. And and I'm going to leave you as soon as you're not helpful to me anymore. So like. Pick up the pace and do what I say. And then he gets acid-faced, mm-hmm. acid in his face right away. Um, and so, and that's a, that's kind of a, uh, to me, I liked I liked that part where I was, because I felt so safe with that guy. I was like, this guy's got mm-hmm. this. He's going to. You know what would have been great if they had another character? They had the escape artist, but it, if they also added a pickup artist? <laughs> they did. A cop was the pickup artist. But just like, have him... Like uh, Tom Cruise from Magnolia. Oh, uh, why is like, why are we always trying to insert Tom Cruise into uh, into horror movies? Why are we doing he's, that? He's just a compelling actor. I can't think of one horror well, movie can, that he's been in other than maybe like Eyes Wide Shut. Is that even a horror movie? Uh, oh, I mean, it's, it's close. There's there's kind of yeah, it's a thriller. Has Tom Vanilla Cruise Sky. been in any horror movies? Vanilla Sky is could be. I haven't along seen that. that. Um. Should I watch that? I love I love Kubrick. That's not Kubrick. Oh, it's not Vanilla Sky. I think that's um, Cameron Crow. I'll be darn. Yeah, I really like Vanilla Sky. Um, I think yeah, I think you would like that one. Um, anyways, yeah, Tom Cruise in Magnolia, where he's the pickup artist. Yeah. 
Man, I, it's been so long since I've seen Magnolia. I just watched it, like, last week. I don't think I that's think. a movie I want to go back and watch. It's a, such a great movie. Like, it... That was, like... The, that year of movies was the turning point for me in terms of movie appreciation. It was like, oh... Oh, these movies are very good and, like, make me... What, 2001? Was that I think it was 99. Magnolia was? Yeah, 99. So it was like Magnolia came out that year. Fight Club came out that year. Um, Matrix, I think. Matrix. There's a couple movies that, like, wow, those really hold up. Um, I think there might have been a Wes Anderson one that came out, too. But that was, like, a formative year of, like, it was my senior year in, in high school. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Like, I haven't, like, the depth of human experience or, like, social commentary expressed in film where I was like, oh. Yeah. I just realized what it could be versus, like, Broken Arrow. <laughs> whoa! Or Independence <laughs> Day, you know? Yeah. Like, this this movie falls more into, like, Independence Day territory than I, I, Magnolia territory. I think my favorite movie, my favorite comedy of all time came out in 99, too. Yeah, 99 was a really good year. I think Office Space came out in 99. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that one, no one knew about that one until it came out on DVD. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think many people saw that in the theaters. It was it was kind of a flop until, I saw until rental. I remember going to see it. Yeah. I remember seeing the posters and stuff for it. Yeah. Yeah, I was, um, was, and like everyone knew, Mike Judge from Beavis and Butthead. Well, well, King of the Hill. Um, I think King of the Hill was on season three at. Maybe, oh, really? Maybe four I didn't at know that, that point. Let me let me just check on. I that. didn't know it was running that long. I thought it was after I graduated. Yeah, King of the Hill started in '97, so it was on like huh. season three by Office Space. Okay. Um. Anywho. Anyways, yeah, we need a pickup artist where he's just like, just being real smooth. To like the two women and then to the guys is like, you gotta tame the cunt. Whoa. <laughs> Woo! Hot takes. You gotta dump that bitch. <laughs> Tom Likas. Yeah, Tom Likas. That's, that's a Tom Likas. That's a Tom Likas impression. Um say hello to Snowball. Snowball says, Merry Christmas, Patrick. What is it? Um, so they work their way through the rooms. They find out they were wrong about the prime numbers. It actually has to do with something with permutations of prime numbers. And, uh, and for that, they need the autistic guy. You smell that? Whoa. No, not appropriate, Bryce. Bad. Uh, and this, this guy's a savant at breaking down prime numbers. So... He helps them with their actual quest, which is, hey, we figured out these squares, these cubes move, uh, and and the only way to get out is one of them exits the cube um, reliably at a certain time all the time, mm. right? So, like, uh, so, like, it could be a day between when this thing mm. leaves the cube and comes back. And so they got to find this single cube within the massive hypercube, and uh, and they do uh, with the help of of this uh, this uh, autistic guy, the savant. Um, and so uh, that's called the bridge, the bridge room. Mm-hmm. They make their way there. 
Um, but not without, you know, a bunch of strife between basically the cop and the doctor. The, mm. the, uh, the cop has an interesting, like, they both pin each other, like, pretty well. Mm-hmm. They're both like, well, you're just a, you're just a scroungy, uh, uh, you're just a, a, an old hag who hasn't had the dick in too long. And she's like, ah, that hurts. And then she's like, yeah, well, you're just an overly aggressive cop who lost his family with, because of his temper. And he's like, oh, that hurts. A little too much, too. Um, and so he drops her out of the cube. Um, he realizes, like, he's that he holds the power as he's holding her hand to, to just be like, eh, this bitch uh-huh. could go. And so he lets her go, proving that he's the bad guy. So mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting. I kind of like how they take a bunch of protagonists and, like, like kind of cycle them through the process of each one of them kind of being the bad guy for a moment. You know, they each kind of get to be their own antagonist a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it feels kind of, I mean, that's another thing that felt kind of artificial, where it's like, okay, we have the cop be the protective one and, like, the hero complex guy for most of the movie, and then just kind of a switch flips. Huh. Of like now he's angry, that doesn't. And now he stops. He can't stop being angry, into the to the point where he's a homicidal maniac. By the end, it's like mm, I, don't, I, I don't know. Are you a back the blue guy? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> David, blue lives matter. That's all I'm saying. Whoa! This is the hottest take we've ever had. This no, not, I mean, I'm I, I, not the opinions of horror movie talk LLC. It's one of those things where if you if you set up a character as this is their internal like motivation of like they want to be the hero or they want to be the protector. But I don't want to die. Um, like put that with with the com the complex, fucking incredible uh, existential threat of what you're up against, which is literal starvation and and like dehydration, um, or or potentially being gassed or yeah, or I just cut don't. Apart. I don't think. I don't know. I I don't think people change that much from circumstances. They they oh double down. They double down on who they are. You know. No. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Ex- I, I don't know. I can see this very easily just happening exactly this way. Like the seriousness of, of the the shit kicks in. Like people, when people panic, it's they turn into a, a monster. They turn into animals. You know, it's like that's that's how it's sure. But I mean, there's there's a certain amount of leeway of like what happens when someone panics what happens to their like self um picture of themselves or like mm-hmm. their the the mask that they put on in society and there's a certain leeway with that and then there's like going completely against every value that you have and in- I think there's an ab- I mean well but it all makes sense right because it's it's at, it's it's happening as the circumstances are growing more and more dire right there's a time limit on on how long we can be here we're fucking up like we got to get out of this thing like we're I just tired. I just don't think it's good storytelling or character development Listen, I cannot understand you! It's crazy! You're a fool! I can't cope with the stupid bitchy! Understand? It just feels like it's artificial. It feels like they're tacking it on so that it serves the plot. 
you know, like, okay, we need this to happen now. Who's going to be the villain? Someone raise your hand. Have any volunteers for the villain? Cop guy, like, I guess I could. Okay, you got it. You got it, bro. You get to be the villain now for the rest of the movie. Tell well, you know. Well, I liked it. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. And at the end, the only one to escape is uh, the the autist. So, um... You smell that? Whoa! That's the escape. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the cop gets cut gets uh, gets cut in half, shorn in half by the cube on its way back mm-hmm. to the hypercube. Mm-hmm. Um. So, final recommendations. Do you have any any of those for this? Skip it. Whoa! I'd say I'd say this is a. Um, I mean, it's a cult classic for a reason. It basically introduced the genre of. Kind of gore porn and uh, the puzzle, the puzzle box sort of thing, which is still very alive and well. Sure, I mean, you know. Saw. What if it was revealed that it was actually the puzzle box from Hellraiser? Oh, that's such a badass thought! No, I love it because they didn't explain it away, and that's still a possibility. Shut the fuck up, Rise, stupid! <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, god! Uh, your compliment was sufficient, Lewis. So, without any further ado, let's get into the Rotten Tomatoes game. Attack of the Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes! Attack of the Rotten Tomatoes! So We did it! <laughs> so, Attack of the Rotten Tomatoes is a game where I pit two movies against each other. And Bryce has to guess which one uh, has the higher critical score. Mm. So the critics score. So is it going to be a geometry themed Rotten Tomatoes game? No, actually, uh, this is going to be a first in the franchise okay. uh, game. This that's the theme for this for this game okay. today. So basically, we're pitting the first movie in each franchise against each other, and Bryce has to figure out which ha- which one has the higher Rotten Tomatoes critical score. I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Our first pairing is Cube versus Saw. Which which one has a higher critic? Saw. I mean, that's obvious. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, you're fucking stupid and wrong because Saw has a 51% fresh, whereas Cube has 64. So what? Shows what you know, dum-dum. Oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. In your face. Jeez. Oh, what's it feel like to be in a room full of your peers and be told you're wrong? Wow. That's right. Don't ever forget. What do you think about that? That's insane to me. I mean, that has to be because not enough critics have seen Cube. (laughs) (laughs) One guy is like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) Uh, So, wow. Okay, so no. No points on the first one. We get a zero. Let me put that down. Zero. (sighs) I don't... I just can't... I don't know what life means now. Well, let me toss you an easy one since that that first one uh, didn't That was an easy one. Mm, Was it, though? So here's our next pairing. 
you guys can play along at home. You just tell us uh, tell us how you did in this game. This, this is going to be a this is going to be a big one because these are a lot of big names. Here we go. Friday the Thirteenth uh, from nineteen eighty uh, versus Nightmare on Elm Street nineteen eighty four or maybe yeah. Uh, yeah, it's got to be Nightmare on Elm Street. Like I said, this is an easy one. Nightmare on Elm Street comes away with one of the highest scores in the entire game that today, uh, with a 94% yeah. fresh, and uh, Friday the 13th is 63%. So, um, and I'd say Nightmare definitely earned that one. Yeah. Um, so, ooh, ooh, this next pairing is rough. It's going to be, whew, I don't know. I don't know if you're going to make it. So you're on the board with one point. Next is Alien, uh, the original, with Sigourney Weaver versus Halloween, the original, with Jamie Lee. Think about this one. I think they were released on the same year. Uh, Maybe Alien was the year after, 79? Um, Halloween was 79? That's hard, because Halloween is just pretentious enough to make reviewers like what the fuck do you mean by that come um i'm gonna go alien just barely beating halloween just barely alien comes at in at 98 percent, and halloween comes in at you want to take a guess 95 96 yeah very close. This is kind of crazy. Very close. Is it? Is it that good? No. <laughs> no. Obviously, Alien is leaps and bounds much, much better than Halloween. Okay. Uh, obviously, it's got jazz hands. It's t- <laughs> okay. So you're on the board with two points out of three. You're you're coming back. Mm. Okay. Here's our next one: Child's Play, the original versus Hellraiser. I believe those were both Ooh. both released in '87. I think. Ooh. Might might be one of those. Might be '88. I'm not sure. Wow. Um. Yeah, this one's very close, huh? That one's. I'm gonna. I mean, you got to think like critics that are slightly pretentious. Okay. And Walk I would, us I would have to lean Walk, towards... See, yeah, tell us what that's like. Do you put us in the... See if you can jump into that mind space. <laughs> it's hard for me, but I can do it. Like, um... <clears throat> Hellraiser has more, like, um... You know, it's, uh, taboo. Mm-hmm. It's oh, got, it like, is. sex in it. Critics like sex. <laughs> I like it. Um... Child's play, Child's play is like kind of a a uh, corny concept to where critics might be. Both are pretty grimy. Well, yeah, they're both grimy and they're both hardcore. But the concept of I like to fuck man of a little baby toy, yeah, being a killer like that's that's a thing where like critics would feel guilty about liking it mm-hmm. like well i don't want to be the guy that likes the doll movie <laughs> and uh and also like i know that sometimes uh critics get on this moral high horse of like siskel and ebert were bagging slasher movies because you know yeah it's just about killing women and it's there's it's depraved bryce sabrina don't just stare at it eat it Can you eat it already what's what's your answer well you were asking me yeah What's your answer? I didn't have to break it down. You asked me to. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks. I say Hellraiser. Okay. I thought that was 
Obvious. You are correct, by, but only by one percent. Wow. Hellraiser got a 72 and Child's Play got a 71. So close. Wow. So close. This is this this one of my favorite iterations of the Rotten Tomatoes game. So, so I won. Um, well, there are seven. Oh, okay. So you need one more to uh, eke out a total okay. total slaughter. Let's... Okay, here we go. Gremlins. Uh, it'll be Gremlins. Versus Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It'll be Gremlins. Oh, it'll be Gremlins? Well, I'm sorry, Bryce, but you were fucking... What? So, so stupid. So stupid. Gremlins got an 85% and Texas Chainsaw 89 Oh, yeah, buddy. That can't be at the time. Ooh, only two left. Uh, only two left. <laughs> Here's our next pairing. I did my best to put these together. Um, critters versus ghoulies. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen Critters, have you? I have not. You don't know how bad it is. I think... But you know how bad Ghoulies is. You have a good, you have a good idea of how bad Ghoulies I is. I think um, now walk us through this. This is a good. This is going to be good. Well, I think I saw a review of Critters a while back. I think they have. If it's the one I'm thinking of, um. Well, I just uh, I know how bad Ghoulies is. We now, reviewed Ghoulies uh, on our pretentious episode, which is available at the now at the twenty five dollar tier on Patreon. That's been moved down, mm-hmm. so y'all can afford it uh, in a more affordable way. There's a bunch <laughs> that of that eight dollars was breaking everyone's bank. Well, I mean, per month, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. There's a bunch yeah, of movies. Sure. There's probably eight or seven or eight pretentious reviews that you can gain access to. That's not on our RSS feed. RSS feed on. Um, Anyways, on yeah. So uh, I think. I'm going to guess Critters. You are correct. Yes! Yeah, and by a wide margin. This is the biggest difference. Critters is 50% fresh versus Ghoulies with an 8%. (laughs) 8%? Barely a movie. Wow. It was terrible. Uh, Um, It had some charm. But mostly bad. So you win, but here's our tiebreaker. This is... This is my favorite pairing so far. And I love all these pairings. The Exorcist, your favorite movie, versus Paranormal Activity. Oh, that's The Exorcist. I'm sorry, Bryce. This was a trick question. They are tied. Mm. That's get, surprising. Get this. Exorcist is 83% fresh. And so is Paranormal Activity. Oh, that's crazy. So... Instead, I'm going to go to audience. Score. See, here's here's the thing. Like I, well, audience score will be paranormal activity. Do you think so? People are dumb. I'm sorry, Bryce. That's not correct. It's Exorcist. Really? Yeah, Exorcist. Uh, they gave it 87 percent, uh, and Paranormal Activity got fifty-seven, which seems bizarre. To me. That's weird. I don't know. I guess there's. It takes all kinds. A lot of people hate those movies. Yeah, I would have thought that the audience would have hated Exorcist. Yeah, um, it's 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 trendy to shit on The Exorcist since it's like the best self advertises the scariest movie of all time, right? Kind of thing. I wasn't scared. I didn't get. Scared. Or can you give me a list of movies that are actually scary, dude? 
What I've seen this? so many scary movies, I can't be scared anymore. Give me a list of scary movies. Okay, hang on. Now, <laughs> every fucking day in our horror on Reddit. Can you can you do that one more time? Can you do can you channel your your Reddit idiot for me? I'm gonna put this on our snap. Can you on our Insta? Can you give me a list of scary movies? I see a lot of scary movies and I can't be scared anymore. So give me a list of movies that are actually scary. Okay, here's The Exorcist and Paranormal Activity. Have you seen those? Not scary. Not those didn't scare you at all. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's something about something about these people. I don't know what it is. Why are why are they the way they are? Like, okay, go watch some snuff films. It's That'll scare the ever loving shit out of you. I mean, it's just that's illegal. No. Don't do that. No, they're not scary. I've seen so many death videos on the internet. They don't scare me anymore. Well, yeah. If you watch a bunch of snuff films, you're not going to be. You're you're just going to get off. On I it. mean, that's a, it's like a fundamental like. Don't watch them. They're illegal. Misunderstanding of get you put on lists. What the movies are there for? What are know? the movies there for? I don't know. It's not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can't. It's the same thing with like with comedies. Like it's so easy to be like, I didn't laugh that much. It's like, well, you did laugh. Like it's yeah, it is successful because you laughed at some point in the movie, right? And like, it's just yeah, but every your expectations of of how many laughs, you know, even the blind. I only got jumped once, but it was a cheap scare. It's like okay, all right, asshole. Like, yeah. what's it like to feel that superior? Yeah, why would why would you do that to yourself? It just is so defeating. I mean, you're not by doing that, you're making it so that you won't be scared. You're going into it not even wanting to be scared, right? Because- and also, it's like setting up a a premise that maybe the filmmaker wasn't attempting to do, right? Yeah, it's like okay, you know, if you want to be like shocked and scared, like there's formulas that they can do. I mean, the Conjuring movies are just like feed in the the uh the time codes algorithm into like well this is what this is how much setup you need for a jump scare and this is the music that you got to play I bet, and yeah. then you subvert those by doing a jump scare here like there's cheap ways to get scares you know but there's a lot more to horror movies than that there's like dread there's you know like uh, subliminal fears and social commentary that can't exist in other movies and it's just i don't know it's such a binary way to think about movies you know yeah um i would like to mention before we go i would like to say that if you guys are excited about mike flanagan's new series midnight mass it's going to be coming out sometime soon and we will be releasing... It's a, coming out on the 24th of September. And we will be releasing a series of after shows um, to accompany the release of Midnight Mass. So get ready on It's Netflix. very good. I've watched most of it. And uh, it's not necessarily what you would expect, but it's the same quality that you can come to expect from Mike Flanagan. So, so I'm really excited for people to see it, and I'm really excited to do these series of after shows, which we had a very successful run for House uh, Haunting of Bly Manor and Haunting of Hill House. 
And uh, this is not like those series. I'll just tell you that right now. If you're expecting like a another haunting movie, it's not going to be that. But it's a great series. Is it horror? It's horror. Yeah. Oh dang. Yeah. Okay. So um, you guys be on the lookout for that at the end of September, and uh, and we sure do appreciate you. If uh, if you'd like. If you like this show, you can support it very simply by just sharing it with the people you know and love. Uh, that helps us out tremendously. And if they share it with the people they know and love, then boom. Then that's like a, that's a ton of fucking people. Mm. Um, so another way to support the show other than just sharing it, which is the easiest way, is you know, support us on Patreon. Click through that Amazon link at the top of our website. That gives us a little cut of whatever you buy in the next 24 hours off of Amazon. And uh, special thanks to everybody who has supported the show so far. We really couldn't do it without you. If you'd like to get a hold of us and drop us some of them juicy voicemails, do so at 682-253-4468. You guys have a great week. Watch The Cube. and uh, Or don't. Or not. And, uh, and have a great week. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Looking for a podcast full of burps and gas, perverted casts, skinny and fat? Look no further. Horror movie talk is accidentally funny, begs to donate money, fake sponsors for dummies, and so much more. New episodes every hump day. They'll pickle your dickle for foreplay. Patreon members have it your way. Vote for a movie every month for the review. Chopa chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco. Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie Picasso. Look at them hot kids, swear not a pedo. Got me too'd with Cosby eating jello. Pudding pop done, gave Bryce flatulence. Train addict, addict Dave does it. Give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner rum. Send kiss, Bryce Hansen. Look at them hot kids, Chris Henson. Masturbate with a crucifix, exorcist. Face huggers, chest bursters, alien. Linda Blair peed on Sigourney Weaver. I know it's true, cause it came from social media. Patrick Bateman can't understand you. Stab you to death for rotten apple reviews. Opinionated podcaster with a doctorate. Spook allergy, doctor with philosophy. Bad gastritis, knee colostomy. Turn Patreons into human centipedes. David Doobie Day, scare no, no expert. And go with fucks hard, professional sex expert. Afterpods, taglines, and porno flicks. American Psycho, them guys pretty sick. Chopper Chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco. Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie Picasso. Look at them hot kids, swear not a pedo. Got me too'd with Cosby eating jello. Pudding pops done, gave Bryce flatulence. Train addict, addict Dave does it. Give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner rubs. Nothing good happens in the woods. Always get more than you bargain for. Got a pickle to dickle. Machines tickle bitties. Vancouver, Portland, Oregon, and organs. Corona, COVID, curse, Lorona. Green River Killer, because reasons. Hallway of poop monster kids screaming. Ain't your ordinary dingleberry itinerary. 30 days.
they shudder and jump scares they fucking scary time for the spoilers with jokes and tropes use their white socks to catch their loads to show them one titty pretty paganism you should worship they teflon dicks pacific northwest let them see one breast shifty ass they spooky poor man's digress You smell that? Retard stank. Oh, oh, sorry. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. 